is the 77 WABC minicast. The top nonfiction author out there, more than 19 million books out there, including his latest big bestseller, the kill of the killing series, Killing the Witches. And of course, you can hear him every night on WABC Radio Common Sense with Bill O'Reilly, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Bill, it's great to have you here. You probably just heard Councilman Robert Holden uh, about this NYPD bill. And I can't believe that New York City Council of all times, uh, it looks like they are planning on overriding the veto and bogging down our police. It's really a tragedy, uh, almost unprecedented. I'm still holding out hope that a couple of these council people will um, put their hatred to the police aside because that's what it is um, and do what's right for the Ameri- American people and, uh, and the New Yorkers. So all you got to do is look at San Francisco to see what's going to happen if this bill passes. It'll be hollowed out. Uh, stores will close. Uh, retails will leave. People won't go into the city as much. Um, it's going to happen. But the ideologues on the city council uh, hate the police. It's personal. They put their um, neurosis above the welfare of the eight and a half million people that live in the city. The police have got to be demoralized. You know they will be. Um, this will change the dynamic of uh, public safety. And you know, I'm sitting here going, if you are in a position of responsibility and you act this irresponsibly, there's nothing left to do but flee. I mean, that's what happened in the Revolutionary War. So the, the people said, look, we can't deal with the King of England anymore because he's killing us with taxes and, and oppression. That's We're reaching that point in New York City. And it's gonna. This is gonna be so bad. Combining with the um, congestion pricing, what a one-two punch this is gonna be for uh, our city. Yeah, it's a gut punch, and, and you know, it gets me so angry, Bill, because we are still dealing, obviously, with so much crime. You're talking about, obviously, with the congestion pricing, socking it there, and and I, I, I don't, I don't know how our police officers go to work every day when they hear something like this. I mean, this well, is so, recruit. it is, right, they can't recruit. They can't recruit, they're canceling classes, um, public disorder will rise even worse than it is now. People should understand that when the politicians come out and they uh, tout falling crime rates, with the exception of murder, um, there are many crimes that go unreported because people have lost faith in the justice system. And they get punched in the mouth or they get ripped off or mugged or whatever. They don't even bother. They don't even bother calling the police or going down to the precinct following complaint because they know nothing is going to happen. But when you see the disorder before your very eyes, if you ride the subways, you see it. If you walk through Penn Station, you see it. Um, then your politicians say whatever they want, but you have a situation where the people do not feel safe. So if you took a poll tomorrow and asked New Yorkers, do you feel safe in New York City? You think the majority are going to say yes? Does anybody think that? 
Nobody's going to say yes, uh, especially in Manhattan, Bill. I live on the Upper East Side, uh, and people at night do not go out after dark. They do not go to the restaurants as much as they used to after dark. They don't go to the Gristides. They don't go to D'Agostino's. They don't go to CVS. They don't go to Dwayne Reed because they're scared. And they know that if they are confronted by a miscreant, they could get hurt. Because the police are bogged down. There's not enough of them. And now with this insane bill, they'll be in the precinct house, not out walking the beat. And Bill, so the hatred of the police that drives these radical leftists on the Manhattan, New York City Council, they are irrational people now. There's no doubt what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen, and they're going to let it happen because they don't care about individuals. They care about ideology is everything to them. Really sad. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, Judge Weinberg has a question. And it's even worse, Bill, because what they've done with the prosecution of Daniel Penny, the Marine, who's a good Samaritan, protecting his fellow travelers on the subway, he's discouraging people to intervene and protect their fellow citizens because they're the ones who get prosecuted. Well, he'll get off, but the fact that he has to go through it and that Bragg would bring the case when Bragg knows he's going to get off, there's no way he's going to get convicted. Um of this crime because there are just too many people in the subway car, eyewitnesses to say, look, I felt in danger. They're already on the record. That's already public knowledge. So why is Bragg doing that? Because again, he's a radical leftist, Bragg, the attorney general. Uh, I'm sorry, the district attorney of Manhattan. He's a radical leftist. That's what he's doing. He's playing to his crew. That's their whole, these people's whole life is this. Their whole life. And that's why you see the quality of life in New York City declining dramatically. Very sad. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, um, you also want to talk about what's going on, of course, at the border and Biden seeing the poll numbers. Talk about it. Well, I wrote a column yesterday on BillOReilly.com. You don't have to be a member or juggle or sing a song. You just go there and you can read the column. <laughs> what, if you, what if you can juggle? Says, what if you can juggle, Bill? Well, then you can read the column and juggle at the same time, but the column's pretty good, so you might want to concentrate 100% on that. <laughs> panic is set in to the Biden administration. They're in, they're in panic mode now. 70% of the American people understand the destruction that's going on at the southern border. That's overwhelming, and it cuts across party lines. So now Biden's going, oh, I'm going to get tough. Well, what happened to you for three years? And, and Bill, the question the voters should ask is, what if he gets elected again on November 5th, what happens after the election? Does he go back to his old tricks? Or yeah, worse. He have to run again. <laughs> Look, if Biden is, a, if Biden is um, reelected, this country has got, you know, the, it's going to mirror New York City. So I announced today my new book is called Confronting the Presidents, No Spend Analysis. No spin assessments from George Washington to Joe Biden. Every president we assess coming out in September. All right. On the Biden assessment, what you have there is a man with early stage dementia. And the American people going to put him back into the office with early stage dementia? 
Is that what's going to happen? I mean, you know, every I have my people on alert because the United States is going to have to do something to Iran. We're going to have to now because Biden's in panic mode. Can't kill three Americans and wound 35 without a response. He doesn't want to respond. Biden doesn't want to do it, but he has to do it. Now, we don't know what form that's going to come in. But the panic mode is now taken over the White House. That's where we are. You know, uh, it's obvious. And he's looking at the polls, Bill, too. I mean, clearly, obviously seeing the writing on the wall, he's looking weak. Uh, the border, weak also. But it, it has become the number one issue, as we've seen with the voters in Iowa. We saw it in New Hampshire. And it, it, it seems so disingenuous that he's even bringing it up now. I couldn't believe last week, Bill, he actually said, yeah, the border is, uh, you're right, the border isn't secure. For once, it took him three years to make an assessment yeah. you and I could have done in five seconds. And he doesn't care. And I got all the stats in the column, Rita. The, the tremendous rise in dangerous drugs, fentanyl, the deaths of Americans uh, under his watch. So we're confronting a situation now where very soon Americans are going to have to make a decision about whether they want a noble country or not. That's what it is. And the message that has to be sent to Donald Trump is, I don't think Trump understands. I really don't believe he understands the danger this country is in. He says he does, but he doesn't act like it with these petty feuds and foolish statements and, and, you know, taking away from the real importance of this campaign, which is how are you going to solve the problems and bringing it into the personal grievance realm, which he does almost every day. Why are you doing that? That is not helping the country. You governed well, run on your record. Hopefully you get back there and solve some problems. But no, we got to talk about Nikki Haley's dress. That's what we got to do. That gets me really uh, agitated. Because we need a repudiation of what is happening now. We need it in New York City, New York State, and in the federal government. Yeah, absolutely. Stay laser focused. The problems are so big, as you're talking about, Bill. And people... Uh, as to what we are talking about, don't feel safe. They don't, they see the border. There was a column last week also, Bill, I'm sure you saw a big report and you're so spot on on these things where it showed it was about a hundred former Intel officials coming forward and saying they are so worried of who is crossing the border. Uh, potentially, obviously it's all these middle-aged men coming, many from Iraq, Iran, Syria. Just last month, 19 on the FBI terrorist watch list in one month, Bill. That's scary. Sure. I mean, if you want to mount a terror attack in the United States, it has never been easier to do than now. You know, when I said with all these Chinese uh, type soldiers coming in, I mean, well, all the machine they guns, they can get the machine guns. If they go to Hooterville, they can kill everybody in that town before any any reinforcements can come in. Look, I've been to 85 countries. I don't know any country that has a situation of an open border like we do. And I don't know any country that is more a target than the United States. So add it up. And now with the Middle East, and, and the Hamas, Israel, and all of that, the fanaticism grows. The anti-American fanaticism grows. And you just waltz right over that border. 
Well, I'll be listening to you at 9 o'clock today, Bill. What are you going to talk about? Well, we're going to get into the path mode, and I'm going to do, uh, you know, come down hard on this uh, city council, and hopefully maybe one or two of those people will see the light and then uh, stay in the veto. And we will, we, will, we will name every one of those city council people that voted to make our city more unsafe. Absolutely. Yeah, put your pictures up on the website, too, John. We will put your, do that. Put your photos up on the website. That's a great, absolutely. All right, absolutely. Uh, Bill, thank you. And by the way, congrats on the new book coming up, too, Bill. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank Appreciate you. It.